an undiscovered paradise. Forget New York and California. There's a better place now. Close your eyes. Take my hand. We are almost there. A favorite place on earth. Massachusetts. Goody. Whoa! Good evening, New England, and welcome to Taste of Massachusetts, helping you program your GPS for New England. I'm your host, Vincent Arachetti, and we are live on AMA 30 WCRN, as well as the Spark Radio Network out of Brockton. We're here every Thursday and Friday, 7 to 9 p.m., and, uh, <laughs> oh, helping, <laughs> I'm sorry, I had my, uh, <laughs> my this is this is uh this is live radio now you know i mean that's what happens my uh, my wife just popped on my phone all of a sudden she's doing a, a live thing and i get the notifications this is why you have to turn your phones off people but uh we've had a interesting morning so guys uh thank you very much for tuning in tonight here on taste of massachusetts you can find all of our great content on facebook instagram and twitter joining me tonight uh special guest uh Jezebel is sick under the weather and uh, joining us, thankfully, is Lee from MassHole.Eats on Instagram. Lee, how are you? Good, man. Happy to be here again. And I also want to say, uh, just for the record, um, you guys are on Facebook, too. We're on Facebook. Yeah, we just got on Facebook, and we just started a blog at MassHoleEats.com. And uh, Clancy wanted to be here, but I'm pretty sure he's dying from the flu. So if any of you out there want to be our new CEO, we're welcome to uh, do a couple <laughs> interviews. Is Clancy the CEO? Is that the way it works? I mean, he seems the guy that has. He seems to be the one with the the most attached. He he's the smartest one of us, as you can tell. <laughs> as I just fumbled that sentence up. I don't know. His uh, his stance on fried chicken is not really that great. Yeah, no, it doesn't inspire a lot of confidence. But at least he tells us what to do. Oh, God. It's all about confidence for being a leader, right? Yeah, even if you're totally wrong. Clancy, if you're out there or if you're dead, fried chicken, it's not chicken tenders. Yeah, chicken tenders is not fried chicken. And, of course, behind the glass tonight for us, Cam from Cam. Cam from (laughs) WCRN. Yep, that's Cam. So uh, thank you very much for being here tonight. So as we uh, always like to do, uh, we like to put out our numbers. You can join the conversation tonight by calling 508-871-7000. That's 508-871-7000. And uh, we like to start off with what we call shout-outs. And uh, I'm going to throw it right to you, Lee, because you have some great shout-outs um, for us. Yeah, I got a couple. Um, I mentioned them last time, but we finally got some posts out. So we have Pokeworks in Somerville, which we just posted. A uh, pretty cool fusion place. You can get something called a sushi burrito there, which I guess is popular among the new hipsters in food. <laughs> uh, we got Wahlburgers, which I'm pretty sure everyone knows about. We'll yes. be posting that soon. Um, we got some cool stuff. We got peanut butter for free from Vermont Peanut Butter Company. Yes, and uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about them because, well, a couple of reasons. First of all, I got, I think I got a sample sent to me back in May or June. Awesome, awesome stuff. And uh, then they sent me another one. I think they sent me the same care package they sent you. They gave you three different peanut butters? The white chocolate peanut butter, which is called Avalanche. No, we got the dark chocolate one. I ha- I got that one before. That was awesome. Oh, maybe we'll get a second one, hopefully. We, got, we had the dark chocolate, the trail rider, and maple walnut. Really? Yep. Nice. Feeling a lot of love from Jamie at uh, Vermont Peanut Butter. 
So uh, one more time, the walnut. Uh, we got maple walnut. We got something called trail rider, and then we got dark chocolate from uh, Vermont peanut butter. Nice. So the ones I got were the what they call avalanche, which is peanut butter. It's uh, all natural <coughs> peanut butter with white chocolate in it, and then. I can't remember the name of it, but it had cinnamon and raisins in it, and it was so freaking good. I didn't know you could do this much stuff with peanut butter. I, <laughs> all I knew about peanut butter was either uh, creamy or crunchy. Uh, well, let me tell you, um, I was I was pretty happy pretty happy about it. Yeah, no, I'm pumped. We just got it recently, so we're all going to do a taste test, and we'll have that up, I think, uh, next week. Awesome. So if you're wondering why I was, uh, I'm, I'm a little off tonight, I woke up, my wife and I woke up to uh, our boiler being um, not working. And so today has been a fun day running around and whatnot. So uh, I apologize for that. Uh, Cam, you have a shout out as well? Uh, kind of. It's not like a restaurant or anything. Uh, but um, I recently got my hands finally on the fabled Heady Topper, uh, the beer from The Alchemist in Vermont. Oh. Super limited quantities, and uh, it's rated one of the best beers in the world. How was it? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, well break it down for us. Give us so, some. Were we talking hoppy? Or are we talking yeah, smooth? It's, it's like an IPA. It's like a what they call like a juiced IPA. Yep. So it's uh, nice and flavorful, not crazy on the hops, but it's it's perfect. It's uh, very ex- – it's like 14 bucks for a four-pack or something like that. Um, wow. Yeah, so – and it's sold in, like, wicked limited quantities. Uh, I had to have a friend who went to Vermont get it um, yeah. for me. They have limits on how much you can buy at a time. Um, and they said that when they were driving up uh, through Vermont, they drove past a liquor store that had a Alchemist Brewing Company, uh, uh, like, delivery truck in the driveway. And <laughs> yeah. there was a line down the street. Jeez. Wow. So it was right Before up. it opened, yep. Wow. Because people, I guess, line up for this stuff. It's and it is awesome. It's it's unbelievable. That and uh, it was Heady Topper and the other beer that I got was called Focal Banger, <laughs> which was much more hoppy, but it was still delicious. What is it with? I, I still don't. You gotta, uh, you gotta have a crazy name that sticks out when you're selling beer like that. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know what it is about the um, the hoppiness, the hoppy. Like, why is everyone? Just gravitating towards hops. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not crazy. I'm not like a hop overload type person. Uh, I like a little bit in there, and that's why I like the heady topper a lot more. But it's just, uh, I don't know. It's great. If, if hey, if it's what you like, drink what you like. Yep. Oh, we also got one more shout out. Yes. Uh, Bucktown in Providence. Our other buddy Pat, who does mass Hole eats with us, he's. Yes. Actually went to Providence recently to uh, take the firefighter exam. So, ladies, if you if you end up seeing us go Instagram live, you definitely want to tune into that one. But he ate that. Wait, 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 wait. What? What? You're he's gonna go Instagram live? Uh, we're gonna have him shirtless on Instagram live, just doing random stuff. And I'm, I, Pat, if you're wait, listening, this, this isn't the guy that came in, right? This is the guy that came in. Oh, he's like jacked and stuff. Yeah. Oh wow, you'd never know. He was kind of. Well, he's like he's mild like mannered. Yeah, I mean... He was very Clark Kent when he was in here. He's also very photogenic, if you didn't notice. But um, he went to eat at Bucktown, which is a southern food place in Providence. Chicken thigh sandwich. We'll be putting that on soon also, which nice. we we need more of. We need more southern food, I think, in Massachusetts. Have you been to... Um, what's the place in Worcester that we were just talking about? Hmm. Oh, it's killing me now. Um, it's right around the corner from the uh, from the theater. Theater? Ah, uh, you can't. We, oh, Addie Lee's. Addie Lee's, yeah. Yep, been there. We posted that also. Oh, Love you did? that place. Yep. I need to go there. Yeah, you Like, t- that is, like, I need to schedule, like, 
a meeting with someone at, you know, noon in Worcester just so I can go to Addie Lee's because I've just been running around a lot lately. And they have not, such a limited menu, but they do everything there so well. Well, that's it's just fried chicken and pork rib, man. Just <laughs> so grab it. What do you need anything else? I mean, you could use their mac and cheese, which is probably the best I've had in a while. Right, that's what I mean. Do you need anything other than that? Like limited menu? No, they're selective because they just pick the great stuff. Yeah, and they do just, that. whatever's on there. They do well. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's do this. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, um, actually, I have a couple of shout-outs, but I wanted to get to you guys first. So. 508-871-7000 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. We'll be right back after this. We can dance if we want to. We can leave your plans behind. 508-871-7000 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. I'm your host, Vincent Arachetti. Joining me tonight, Lee from Masshole.Eats. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook and their blog. I think we're going to, uh, we may have to talk about, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll wait till, uh, till, uh, the third, third or fourth segment of the show, but we, you, you wrote a great article. Um, oh, the Italian food one, right? No. <laughs> we don't need to beat a dead horse there. Uh, no, IHOP and Applebee's joining forces and merging, and, uh, you wrote a great article about who else should merge. Right. So. Dream scenarios in, in a couple of those So cases. in the business, this is what we call a tease. I think maybe, uh, two or three segments from now we'll, we'll, uh, delve into that, cause I think that's a, that's a great topic. That's just a great idea. So, um, I want to give my shout outs. Um, I've been, I guess, not more than av, well, I guess a little bit more than average. I've been, uh, between Christmas and, and whatnot. Um, a lot of great, uh, a lot of great places I've seen, been to, um, so for Christmas, obviously, you know, my family cooks, but my aunt and uncle brought over a, I don't know if it's a double or triple or quadruple chocolate cake from this place called Torles Jours. Apparently, they're in Burlington as well as Boston and a few other places, um, but it was uh, it was definitely high grade chocolate. I don't know how much they spent, but you got was, a picture on that? Oh yeah, of course. But I mean, it's you know, it's Christmas at house, Holy. you know. Yeah, that's. But it's de- it was it was not dense. It was very light. Um, but a couple of other places. The one I really was impressed with is uh, Stockholders in Weymouth. Have you ever been there? Uh, no, can't say I have. So they um, they've been around for a while now, but they. Uh, decided to do a charcuterie board for $15. And so I was expecting what you normally see when you get a $15 charcuterie board. Where what, it's like, what may I ask is a charcuterie board? It's basically like salami, provolone, cheeses, oh, okay. pickled somethings, uh, pickled vegetables, artichokes, um, usually some type of crusty crostini bread or what have you. So... Um, <laughs> and it came out, and it was a freaking massive pile. That's that looks like good food, man. Yeah. Oh no, it was excellent. The quality of everything was excellent. The the um, parmesan cheese that they had that was sliced was very good. Like it, I it popped, and I just thought to myself, <laughs> I don't know if they're they must be losing money on this because usually the charcuterie boards there's prosciutto on there, so obviously that's high. You know that's going to cost a lot. Um, 
salami, capicola, um, but the pickled vegetables, which they did in-house, uh, were really the – it was like – I don't want to call it the star of the thing, but it was just – they were so good, so fresh. And you never you never really see that. So stockholders in Weymouth, I mean, again, it's I'll a place. Add that to our list. It's a place that's ma- mainly known for um, being a steakhouse, or not a steakhouse, but you know, a steak restaurant. But because it's in the suburbs, it's generally uh, you know the dollar to steak ratio is you're getting a better value than you would in the city. But uh, it was uh, it was just really um, it was it was surprising. And I've been there a lot, and uh, I even. I saw the owner as I was walking out, and I said, "I said, dude, you're, you know, you're definitely killing it on value. You're, <laughs> you're definitely providing the value." A um, couple of other places. I had a long day of driving yesterday. Um, I hit Half Baked Cafe in Beverly on my way home. I threw up a tiny, short little video of that. That was excellent. Um, but the big thing, the thing that everyone uh, flipped out about that I put on my page was the sweet and salty burger from A&B Burger in Beverly. Dude, I saw that. Like, I actually added that to my list as soon as I saw that. (laughs) So this is a sweet and salty burger. It has fig, paste, burrata cheese, bacon, and arugula uh, on a very – it had to be a potato bun. It was definitely a soft, soft, wonderful bun uh, with obviously, um, you know, high-grade burger, which every place has to do now. But here's the thing. The – fries that it came with were parmesan truffle bacon fries and what did this cost you um you know what i think the i think it was 12 regular but because i went with the parmesan bacon truffle fries it was i think it was 15 dude that still sounds like a good deal yeah and it was uh it was a pretty big size burger um see i it's hard to it's hard for me to judge portion size now because I get I, I used to be able to eat much 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 more than I do now and now I get stuffed very easily but um, I did finish it all and it, but it was great um, again it's about quality it's about you know is it worth the actual fifteen dollars right right um, I think it's a little pricey but it's Beverly it's not like you know what I mean? It's a it's a it's a very nice area. There's a lot of restaurants there. Uh, Beverly has uh, Beverly Farms, which is one of the richest communities or Ooh. higher end communities in the in the state. So the property is higher, which means their their overheads well, higher. That just so means you, fifteen bucks for that's still a pretty good price for yeah. around that area. Then oh ab- oh for the area yeah I mean absolutely so uh, A and B Burger loved it and uh, it was definitely the definitely the highlight of of the day at least at least eating wise um, I do want to give one more quick shout out to this place which is in uh, Bridgewater East Bridgewater it is called Atina's Asian Bistro and moving to the South Shore I didn't really know that many places I didn't know what places were good or not. But I had their miso soup, and if you, you know, I'm assuming you've had enough in the area to know that miso sometimes is flat and sometimes it's over the top good, and you can tell. And this is over the top good, and I will probably be going there and just getting the miso soup and nothing else. Really? Well, it's so good. I'll probably. I've get always th- only had miso soup as like an like. Just a soup uh, precursor to the meal. I know, but it is so – I don't know what they do. I don't know if it's traditional or not, and I really don't care. 
because when a place does soup that well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not really a soup guy, but geez, if you're yeah, talking I, this place up. I mean, even the even the photo was beautiful. <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. And it's soup. How like you you usually think to yourself, how good can soup be? It's yeah, just I soup. Cr- yeah, I go crazy on the heavy stuff like burgers or whatnot. I'm never soup. I love soup. Soup is awesome. <laughs> right? So good. But you're also the same guy that loves uh, McDonald's. So. Oh, of course. <laughs> Everyone loves McDonald's whether they want to admit it or not. McDonald's? Yeah, um, they might not make how you feel after you eat yeah. McDonald's. They might not love that part, but you know. Hey, McDonald's is always going to be there for you. Yeah, exactly. At 2 a.m. or whatever. Um, I do want to give one more shout out just because um, uh, Lisa, who runs Fork, Pork, and Pints, who usually she's been coming on the show more and more. Um, she's a she's actually the one of the managers at the legal Harborside, Ooh. and she had a couple of people banging sick, so she's had to kind of miss miss some shows that she should have been doing. So she'll be back into the mix, but she posted a photo of eggnog bread pudding. And I, my father, like his, my father's favorite thing is bread pudding. Reminds him of childhood. Yada yada yada. All great stuff. And so at Legal Seafood uh, Harborside location, they're doing this. I just posted it uh, very very shortly ago. And man, it looks beautiful. That's what bread pudding looks like. Yeah, it's basically, it's basically just. Um, I mean, it's basically just custard, poured over bread, and then baked off. So it's just... I'm, I'm like the weirdest with food, man. Like, I won't eat a lot of food based on how, like, what the name is without ever... <laughs> ch- like, eggplant, never had it as a kid. Loved it when I finally had it. Eggnog, even. Yeah. I blue cheese, and uh, I guess this one is a hot topic of one of my friends. Cheesecake. Yeah, I've never, never liked, been... Never liked cheesecake solely because of the name. I, I've never been a fan of cheesecake just because... Um, just the concept of it. Now, here's the very weird thing. Um, Italian-Americans make ricotta pie, which is technically cheesecake. So you <laughs> but love it's, cheesecake. But it's, but it's very heavy. Uh, it's heavy on the lemon. And so okay. it, it, it makes it taste and it makes it taste lighter. It makes it taste smoother because I've had cheesecake and I always find it very dense and dry, whereas ricotta pie which is technically Italian cheesecake, is generally smoother, lighter. The flavor's balanced because it's like the lemon kind of cuts through the I'm, – I'm, I'm putting on my crazy, over-the-top, um, foodie type of hat. So the <laughs> lemon, the acidic lemon cuts right, through right. the fat in the cheese, leaving making it – a sweet, it, tart flavor. Yes, and, and leaving the cat palate much cleaner. Um, anyway, but it's true. I, so – you know, the truth is an absolute defense. As uh, I don't like know, man. To Whenever say. I picture cheesecake, I picture a block of cheese with sugar on it. <laughs> like that's literally what it pops into my mind. It, I can't get like the, the yellow American yeah, cheese. Yeah, like I'm picturing like a the, wheel of cheese. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, definitely, uh, definitely check out those page places. All uh, all listed on on uh, on my Taste of Massachusetts pages, Facebook, Instagram, uh, etc. I, I do want to circle back to uh, Half Baked Cafe. In Beverly, because they do one thing really, really well. They do scones. Now, have you had scones before? Uh, yes, I have. So a lot of times when you have scones, they're very dry. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason is they're usually old. To make scones, for a bakery to make scones, they really have to have um, 
faith in their product. And uh, Kelly, who runs Half Baked Cafe in, in Beverly, um, does an amazing job. And when she first opened, I remember she had scones. It was like donuts, muffins, cupcakes, scones. And I was like, <sighs> wow. You put in scones on the That's menu. That's like an oddball item that fall in those three. <laughs> well, it was, she expanded her menu since. But right. to, ha- to start out with scones, that means that means she has she has a lot of faith in her product, and I've had them, and they're absolutely the best scones I've had. I don't know what she does, and I don't care. I just want them. Right, so, half-baked bakery. Absolutely. So 508-871-7000 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. When we come back, uh, great events, things to do for New Year's, a little more kid-friendly, too, here on Taste of Massachusetts. Mess that up. 508-871-7000 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. We are uh, getting into some uh, what, some of what we like to call housekeeping. Great events going on around New England. Uh, obviously, very much focused on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Got Lee here from Masshole.Eats. Clancy just bailed. Just oh, couldn't make it in. I don't know. We need a we need a new CEO. That guy's really dropping the ball. He needs to man up. You need to have a you need to have a uh, corporate overthrow. Oh, dude. I yeah, me and Pat can do it. Yeah. A masshole eats mutiny. Yes. It's bound to happen, Cam. There's not a lot of love between the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. I have to say, um, the um, one of the people that works with um, um, Charcoal Guidos. Did you guys go yet? You didn't go yet, right? No, we have okay. them scheduled. So um, one of the women who works uh, with Charcoal Guidos to help promote them was asking me, um, and I was telling them, I was telling her how you guys really have it set up nicely because you, Lee, are kind of based in Worcester from Masshole.Eats. Uh, Clancy is kind of North Shore, and Pat is from Wakefield, which is pretty North Shore, too. Right, but doesn't he live on the South Shore? Or no? No, he's just there almost every weekend, though. Oh, okay. He goes out in Boston a lot. So, he's so it, like, it's a nice balance because you guys got three people oh, yeah. working on it, so you can always... Wider net. Absolutely. Absolutely. Believe me, as as someone who does it, like, on my own for a piece, <laughs> like, it's sometimes, like, everyone's like, oh, you're so lucky. I'm like, dude. There's 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 a lot of there's a lot of cultivation with with friends and family. There's a lot of cultivation. Uh, so let's get into some great events going on um, specifically around New England. I do want to mention there is a New Year's Day hangover brunch at Loretta's Last Call in Boston, and uh, we partnered with them to do a quick little giveaway contest. We're giving away a free brunch for two on our Facebook page on Taste of Massachusetts, so go on there and um, just comment Loretta's last call to enter. We're probably going to pick a winner sometime uh, tomorrow uh, at or before noon just because uh, I'm going to have to send that name over to them. But um, they're doing something a little special. They're doing a New Year's Day hangover brunch from 10.30 a.m. to 4 p.m., Build Your Own Bloody Mary, which they do, but they're adding in a Build Your Own Mimosa Bar, 
and they're having live bluegrass music with Elsa Smith and the Tiny Little Lies. Um, I don't know if music is the best thing to listen to no, when you have a hangover, but uh, I give them all the credit in the world for, for trying, and also I don't think most people are going to have a hangover. I think the, the days of people going out and getting plastered uh, on New Year's Eve are over, except for maybe Cam. But uh, I was about I, to say, what kind of New Year's are you having? <laughs> yeah, funny you say that, Ben. The Massel Eats crew will be getting plastered yeah. on New Year's. <laughs> And we'll actually be uh, kind of close to Loretta's last call, so maybe we'll drop in. Yeah, 10, 8, 10 uh, 30 a.m. on uh, on the 1st on Sunday. So another uh, another one going on, this one going on on New Year's Eve in Boston, Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse in Boston. Um, they're doing a special, as I always say, I like to keep specials. If a special's over $100, uh, <laughs> I don't talk about it. This one is 79 so it's under 100 and it's still a pretty great uh, value. Eight-ounce filet mignon paired with an eight-ounce lobster tail, and everyone who stays for midnight also receives a complimentary champagne toast. Uh, all the information can be found at delfriscos.com backslash steakhouse backslash Boston. they got to definitely tighten up those URLs. But they're also doing oysters and pearls for two, chilled oysters on the half shell with caviar, Paired with two glasses of I Cannot Pronounce That Champagne. Oh, I was hoping you'd clear <laughs> that up because I've been trying to pronounce that in my head. Or Grey Goose Vodka, which I can pronounce. Uh, or sautéed salmon with crab hash and lobster tomato jus. And or Wagyu Longbone Ribeye. So um, definitely check out Del Frisco's if you're looking for a place New Year's Eve. Classy, classy place for a relatively cheap price. Well, again, we we like to be honest about pricing, but we also like to say if it's Boston, you know the rent's high, you know they're driving up, you know, you know they they gotta they gotta cover overhead. So, you know, we give a little leeway. But if you're in Boston already, or if you want to be in Boston, you know, it's it's a good option. Um, for those of you staying in Worcester, though, um. I, I had a lot to pull sort, pull through, sort through, and so what I uh, decided on was first to talk about Worcester First Night, which um, the big thing I love, I love fireworks when it's not 4th of July, not that I have anything against 4th of July, but fireworks in the winter, they feel special, right? Like it feels like you're getting something you're not supposed to have. Definitely does look more scenic. Oh, and it, usually the skies are very, very clear, so... Um, at 11.15 in Worcester, fireworks will be set off uh, right around then at the top of Bell Hill. So if you can con- find a convenient viewing location from anywhere in the downtown area, you can enjoy the spectacular display. This is all sponsored by Polar Beverage. Thank you very much, oh, Polar. Um, they're also doing a bunch of first night events. Now, the ones that caught my eye are going to be held at the First Baptist Church at 111 Park Ave., they're going to have, first of all, they're going to have the first night ice sculptures, which I absolutely love. Um, I, I don't, I'm assuming you've seen the movie Groundhog Day, and that's oh, all yeah. I ever think of when I see ice sculptures. <laughs> but usually they, like, light them up from, from underneath so they glow and they're just awesome at night. Huh. Um, they're also going to have, now on the inside, because obviously that has to be outside, at Gordon Hall... They're going to, and this is going to be sponsored by Bay State Parent, which is a great magazine and publication um, based locally, but it's all over all over Massachusetts. 
Desra the Strange, a magician. Love having magicians. That's at five. Six to nine, our Hank Stoltz is going to do his radio show. I did not know this. Cam, are you getting pulled in to produce on uh, Saturday night? I am not. Uh, <laughs> it, is, it has been hinted to me multiple times, but I'm doing the best that I can to not <laughs> end up here. So I guess this is you acknowledging that you're not going to be here. Yeah, I, I, you know, big family event. <laughs> yes. Well, I love the fact that they list our very own Hank Stoltz as the official voice of First Night. Like, yeah. dude, how do you get that? I mean, he's been on the radio for like 30 years in Worcester, so... Good for him. A hell of a promotion. So we got to give a shout out, and Cam, you got to mention that we gave him a shout out. We got to give a shout out we'll to do. Hank Stoltz, uh, the voice of First Night. That's but then he might listen and you know <laughs> hear me saying that I I uh, am trying to weasel my way out of working <laughs> that. Um, also going on the Worcester Bagpipe Band at 7 p.m. So uh, poor Hank's going to have to yell over them performing. And what I absolutely love, at 8 p.m., the Southeast Asian Coalition is doing their WYND Lion Dance, um, and their Lion Dance team is going to put on a cultural performance. I saw in Disney World the Lion Dance performed, and I I almost just swore. Holy cow. (laughs) Like, this is not just... This is not what – like, you have to see this. This is ridiculously um, aerobic. So, some of the, the things they do, the, the – I, I want to say gimmicks. Gimmick is not a bad thing. Gimmick is a good thing. But some of the gimmicks that they do with the lion's tongue, with um, with uh, various stares and jumping, and it's unbelievable. You have to, have to, have to see it. If you go on my personal Facebook page, I actually took a video – just with my uh with my with my smartphone um the last time i think it was the only last time i went to disney world during christmas um and it was unbelievable it's a it's a new year's tradition and you have to see it and just the fact that i saw this listed made me like just say i i have to talk about this i have to have to have to talk about this vin what are you doing for new years uh, I am uh, I'm going to a restaurant opening <laughs> that's up the street from me in Bridgewater. It's um, uh, I, I don't think I, I think it's a soft opening, so it's not official. So uh, I don't want to I don't huh? want to announce it. But 6 p.m. Uh, private you know private opening. Uh, the owner's very nice. I told him I'd post everything. He's oh you don't have to. I'm like dude, I got you covered. I'm not you know I'm not I don't do this just for man of the people. Yeah you know well. So they're doing this concept. Um, I know. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna wait to talk about it because I I don't want to blow up a spot if it, if it's not, um, you know, if it's not totally open. You know. Um, also going on in Worcester, New Year's Eve at the Ecotarium. I thought this is pretty cool. So what they're doing is, for kids who can't stay up late, they're going to do a um, lighted ball drop at noon and then again at 2 o'clock so the kids can count down. Oh, that's pretty nice. So I thought that was very family-friendly, very good. Um, they also can, you can toast with resolutions, I'm assuming non-alcoholic. You can make a time capsule, take silly photos, all those fun stuff. Um, that's all included with the museum admission, so it's basically just extra things they're doing that day. Um And then the final thing I wanted to mention, they're doing a lot, and you're going to have to check um, the Worcester City Hall uh, webpage for Times. They're doing community uh, ice skating at the Common Oval in downtown Worcester. 
And I always think that skating outside is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Wish I could skate. Yeah, I well, I have flat feet, so I can't. I mean, I tried for years, but like it just hurt too much. Um, so cost of admission is only five dollars. Children six and under are free. Ice skate rentals are available for additional funds, etc. But I just think that's that's pretty cool. And uh, that's going on in Worcester. Um, you know what? Let's uh, let's take a break, and I'll you know we'll we'll talk about some of this other stuff when we come back. And also, continue to tease, because we are going to talk about Lee's picks for what restaurants should merge. So, all that and more when we come back here on Taste of Massachusetts. Eight seven one seven thousand is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Vincent Arachetti. Sitting in with me tonight, Lee from Masshole.Eats on Instagram and Facebook. Happy to be here. And behind the glass, Cam from... I, I wanted to make up a name, but I don't want to promote something that doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Yeah. WCRN. From WCRN and the... Wicked Awesome Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> yeah, to be named. Podcast to be named later. Which, by the way, you can't take that because uh, someone took that one as well. Oh, well. Um, more great events going on around New England, specifically for First Night. Um, this one really caught my eye. First Night Cape Cod in Chatham. Firstnightchatham.com for all information. Uh, of course, they're doing fireworks at the stroke of midnight, but... They're also doing a couple of things special for kids. You ready for this? You're reading this, right? Let's go. Bubble wrap stomp. <laughs> this is the greatest idea ever. A favorite activity of many parents, too. Watch the kids show joy as they break the bubbles and make lots of noise uh, at the community center aerobics room at 1 p.m. and then again at 2 p.m. That has got to be the greatest, easiest idea what I mean, I just, I just popping bubble wrap. There's something about it. I can't put my finger on exactly what it is, but it's just so entertaining. Yeah, you got so it. You, you got to do it. it. Oh yeah, and you can't, you can't resist the urge. If you see bubble wrap and you yeah. just, you know, kindly put it to the side, like what kind of boring life are you? So I, w- I was looking at some of the photos on their page, and you know, if the kids are little, they basically just roll it out, long rolls, and kids just oh, yeah, jump and stomp it, on it, on the, with their socks. Oh my God! This is like the greatest idea I like ever. It. I like how they're letting the parents do it. And too. yeah, the parents. Well, the parents like to watch, but I bet you they do it too. All adults act like they're too old for bubble wrap, but everybody really knows. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're never too. Old. Um, also for kids, they're doing a special low-level um, fireworks at the Veterans Field at 6:30 p.m. So this is right by the Chatham Community Center. I thought again, this is awesome that they're doing fireworks for kids a little bit early so they don't have to stay up till midnight. And then they also have just for middle school teens. Why? What? Why is it just for middle school teens? Because they can't drink and be adults, so they have you got to do something fun. They got laser tag from 7 to 10 p.m. That's a lot of laser tag that adults should be participating in also. As well as free games, free pizza, and drinks. Obviously not adult oh. beverages. But, like, seriously... 
you you feel bad for like middle middle school and high school kids that really can't do too much because they're still too young and so everything still has to be not totally structured but you know we're in a we're in a different age now and so i think that's a pretty cool thing so i uh, think we should be inclusive and allow adults to play laser tag with them <laughs> no because you know there'd be some there'd be some adults that would just be like totally snipering it up and doom, 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 adults doom. that pre-game to the yeah, pre-game the laser tag they're like climb you know climb up behind the um Behind the or it could be a bonding experience. Like if I had a kid, I'd put him on my shoulders and just like start walking around nice. with him. Yeah, and then you'd both be shooting like yeah. uh, master blaster. Sto- yeah, they would be shooting me. I'm already gone, but my kid is still in the game and he's racking up the kills. Right, master blaster style yeah. from, uh, Mad, from Max. Mad Max. Yeah, nice. You've seen Mad Max, right? You know Master Blaster, Thunderdome, the- baby, Thunderdome. Uh, I have not seen the old one. Uh, the old? You mean the yeah, original? Yeah, the original. That's you, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> to be fair, I like the new one better. I haven't seen the new one. Oh, but it's I, awesome. I haven't seen. It's, I have, I know. No, everyone I know who's seen it, who's seen the original, like in theaters, who's seen the new one in theaters, have all said they're like, no, it's it's a it's excellent. So yeah, yeah. I uh, I went in not having any idea what the movie was about. I just thought it looked kind of cool. So for the first hour of the movie i had no idea what was going on but i did know that i absolutely loved it dude i thought it was gonna be a flop because it didn't look that appealing on the commercials but i saw my friends loved it i actually considered it a really good movie by itself too yeah no i i uh, people who i people whose opinion i respect on movies um all spoke very highly i've never been so lost yet so entertained (laughs) at a movie at the same time two and a half hours of action oh it's unbelievable but it wouldn't have made sense if you knew from the start right it wouldn't have been as enjoyable right yeah maybe i mean I'm, i'm just assuming a few things but you know whatever um that's okay uh also going on um i do want to mention that roger williams park zoo is giving a gift to their community from now until December 31st, which is, of course, Saturday, it is free. They are open every day except, well, this is starting from last week, every day except for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. They're open from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. for free at Roger Williams Park Zoo. I think this is an excellent, excellent, excellent thing for them to do towards the end of the year. Um, Love going there as a kid. I. They also make sure that... Uh, uh, everyone knows you can meet Roger, the red panda mascot, animal encounters of many kind, time with the flamingos in the tropical setting, and you can play in their Hasbro Our Big Backyard, or Hasbro's Our Big Backyard, which means... um there's like a giant playset? Basically. That's awesome. Um, they also are accepting donations for non-perishable food items or articles of clothing, during this time, I think uh, I think Roger Williams Park Zoo doing this is a huge, 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 um, huge good, hu- hugely uh, great good thing. And uh, I I'm actually going to reach out to them next year and I'm going to tell them just because they did this, I want to run their commercial for free. Ask for a panda. What? Ask, Ask for, for a panda? panda? No, I don't need a panda. My dogs would see it. And to- oh my god, can I tell you, my dogs got Christmas gifts. All stuffed animal what do you toys. Do with, oh, okay. You know, stuffed animals with squeaky toys because right. they're all terriers. I have never seen any animal, human or otherwise, as happy as these dogs. Dogs, man. They get love the simple things in life. A squeaky toy 
um, basically um, either I think one was a lamb chop and one was a uh, squirrel. <laughs> and, th- like, they're so happy. Like, all the time, they just carry them around, wag their tail. Squeak, 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 squeak. Doesn't that drive you nuts, though? I love no, dogs, but I, when, mine, when mine had a squeaky toy, it was awful. Dude, I'm zen. Like, I can, I can, most things I can completely tune out. Right. Most things. So, also, it helps that I have earplugs if I. Oh, well, zen, right? <laughs> well, I can be, I can be zen. Um, oh, man, I want to get into your article, but I don't want to do it because uh, we got, like, three minutes left. Um, I'm just going to pull up this. So there was this very, very funny – it's been going around for a while. Um, funny hipster things that restaurants do or ways to tell if you're in a hipster restaurant. That's the sheet. Gotcha. Uh, you probably figured that out, right? Um, there's, a, there's things you need to have if you want to have a hipster-style restaurant. Um, you have to serve your drinks in jars for absolutely no reasons, basically mm. mason jars. Yep. See that a lot. Huge in yep. today's restaurant. Yep. Uh, each and every chalkboard in your establishment absolutely must display an inspirational quote, movie quote, or fact of the day because patrons love to Instagram those. Um, you need a bearded barman. <laughs> and I'll go that's, further. That's definitely like a centerpiece of a, of a hipster yeah. place. Yeah. I'll go further. He has to be... He has to have uh, suspenders for no reason. Yeah, I was picturing suspenders when you said bearded barman, actually. Right. As well as a man bun. Yes. Right, yeah. Although I, th- is that th- thing going away yet, the man bun, or is that, like, here to stay? I don't trust it. I, I hope it's. I hope it dies very quickly. It's got to go, man. But the um, the other thing they always um, – they're always um, – you know um, you know how there, there used to be the, the metrosexual – Type of guys that were very. Oh yeah, well. that was a huge thing when uh, Queer Eye was on. Right. Well, now there's this thing called lumber sexual, meaning oh. they look like lumberjacks, but they can't chop wood at all. <laughs> like they're always wearing uh, plaid. Plaid, yeah. And uh, usually that's the types that wear the suspenders too. <laughs> um, you have to have quirky waitresses, which everyone loves. I, I just think quirky waitress. I don't think that's kind of fair in this. Your vegan and vegetarian offerings must massively outweigh anything else on the menu apart for co- from uh, coffee. I agree with that. Cornerstone. Uh, overprice everything, calling it artisan or organic or something. Dude, I hate that trend. Yep, I do too. Uh, chuck old books with weird ornaments around the place. Absolutely. Um, and finally and most importantly, open your trendy restaurant in a really crappy, crappy Part of town. That's not what it says, but crappy part of town. But state that it's an up-and-coming area. All I can think of when I re- read this was Soda Sopa <laughs> from South Park. Hey, all, man, that was I a great arc of the of the show. It was. That was one of my favorite one of my favorite episodes ever. In fact, I think I have the no 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 as a soundbite on my board. That's no, 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 Five zero eight eight seven one seven thousand is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. Our number sh- two of the show tonight. I was going to say shoe, channeling um, 
whatever the hell that guy's name was. Who was that old? Remember, he would always say, it's going to be a really big shoe tonight. I don't even remember the guy's name. I have no clue, man. It's old. Old school. Old school. Um, welcome back to the show. Our number two, Lee in from Masshole.Eats on Instagram. Definitely give them a follow. Um, I'm looking back there. I think Cam's back there. Oh, yeah, he's there. He's he's hanging out. He's just drinking a few beers. I wish. If uh, Oh, you got... Oh, I'm sorry. You finished drinking a few beers. <laughs> Pardon me. I would never drink on the job. Lies. Uh, um, not a lie. No, I know, I know. God forbid. But I will for- have a few beers when I leave. I was going to say, it's it's not like... Uh, do, the break, not- do the breaks in between count as on the job, Cam, or uh, are you just slugging good, them down? That's a good point. That might be a loophole I, I might look to exploit. Hey, I've, explo- I've been exploiting it for a very long time. Um, so I wanted to get into... So before we get into the wide world of food... On masshole.eats.com, which is your blog. Oh, right. No we, dot in that for some reason. Oh, there is no nope. dot. We, uh, that one, they let <laughs> us have that one without having to put the dot in. Well, well wonders never cease. Yeah. So you wrote this, uh, you wrote this article. I'm, I'm, uh, I've got it pulled up on my, on my uh, smartphone device thingy. Right. So you wrote about how IHOP and Applebee's are merging in Detroit. Yep. And... You talked about a few other places that you think should merge. Yeah, love the idea of that. So, <laughs> uh, I now I I purposefully went out of my way to not look at this until now. I knew you wrote it. Okay. I knew you wrote it. Well, yeah, it says Lee here right on it. Right, but I want yeah, you know, <laughs> I got it in the notes and stuff. But I wanted to do, I wanted to do this real time. So I'm, oh, look, okay. I'm looking at the first one and tell me that's not a. Good idea. <laughs> the first suggestion from Lee from Masshole.Eats of two major brands who should merge are Pizza Hut and Hooters. I think it's a brilliant move, man. Uh, all right. Now, uh, you, you defend yourself. Explain this. Okay. I'll, I'll let you, let okay, you speak okay. in your own words. Hooters literally has everything you want but pizza on the menu. <laughs> you get a show. You get the bar atmosphere. You get wings and apps. But Went they there last night. Oh, All right. last night. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Now, they don't have pizza on their menu, right? They don't. Ah, uh, see? And with the Pizza Hut, or you can interchange it with any pizza place, they'll deliver to you. So you get, like, a busty girl showing up to your door with, like, pizza <laughs> and, like, wings at when you need it on game day. <sighs> they should hire you for marketing. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Hooters, if you're out there, I'm willing to leave Masshole.Eats. <laughs> I mean, it is a it is a it is a great point. Um, and instead of trying to compete with pizza, you might as well go with a brand right. that's already established and well respected. You I get g- the infrastructure of every delivery plate. Oh, yep, every delivery driver. I, I'm telling you, except you have uh, instead of the 17 year old kid in the red hat, you get the 17 year old girl who you don't really know if you should be looking at. <laughs> No, they're all. Do they hire seventeen? No, you okay, have yeah, to, just you have to serve beer. They don't hire minors. Oh God! We did not get any food last night. We walked in after bowling down the street. Uh, <laughs> we wow. in Shrewsbury? Yep. Yeah. In, uh we were bowling in Shrewsbury. We walked in, all sat down at a table, had a waitress come over. We all ordered three dollars shots and left. Wow! wow. Paid and left. We were like, I was we, gonna say, I hope you paid. Oh yeah, yeah. paid, tipped, and left. Immediately. See, you should get loaded up on the beer at the AMF down there. Oh, and we then, do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We had uh, one kid sober. He drove us. Beautiful. Now. Let's get a tower of beer there for like 20 bucks. Love that thing. 
Now I got to tell you something. I've never been to a Hooters. What? Really? Been. So there, there's one. There's a Hooters down the street, and that's, so what I'm thinking. One. Yeah, what, I, what I'm thinking is before the radio show, um, one one Friday or Thursday or whatever, I should go there just get wings, like five o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock, wings, diet coke, and then come to the station and then have you know obviously knowledge of having been there. Um, I felt really bad. There was a story. They got um, they got denied putting a Hooters into I think Dedham, a restaurant why would, location. Why would they deny that? Because they thought it was risque. And so I I like I I really I, it's not that I got mad, but it, it kind of just irked me. It's you not know? even that risque. No, not at all. It's well, really not. Well, the thing is, I was like, you know, if I was really Hooters and I want, like, if I was the corporation, if I worked for the corporation, I really wanted to fight the Dedham, you know, old biddies, whatever. What I would do, and you can't do this because it would be illegal, but I would, like, somehow show what they're, what kids are actually wearing at Dedham High School. You know what I mean? Or Dedham Middle School or Some whatever. Some people can be so out of touch these days. But, like, you can't do – obviously, you can't do that because you can't take pictures of minors. But, like, as 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 much as people talk about Hooters girls and Hooters waitresses, they're really – based on today's standards, they're really not wearing anything that risque. No, it's, right? it's, people talk about Hooters like it's like going to a strip club. And it's not. It's it's just a restaurant. They got some pretty good wings. They got a ton of beer. They and, got booze. And girls that pretend to like you. Yeah, exactly. To get more <laughs> tips. One of the uh, people. <laughs> Do you remember this? One of my buddies just kept referring to our waitress by their first name the entire time. Yeah, that's what going, Oh, thank happens. you, Katie. That was, that was wonderful. You're the best, Katie. <laughs> what? Is it All because right. you don't believe her name is actually Katie? Oh, no. Just, just so he could be, you know. He just thought he was, he was being a wife. He thought he, thought he was. He thought he was being funny, but everyone knows he wasn't. Oh, well, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Um, do you, do you remember the episode of South Park that kind of made fun of Hooters raisins? with raisins? Yeah, raisins was good. <laughs> she really they, likes me. She really likes me. Yeah. Gave funny. all the girls car names. <laughs> yeah, they were all Porsche, Ferrari. Alexa. Ale- yeah, it was very funny. Very funny. All right, so moving on to other uh, restaurants that you think should merge. Now, this one... I have no clue why, but you suggest Wendy's and Arby's. I love that idea. So, like, for the first one, I got to give you an A plus. For this one, I got to give you like, this is like a C minus. Why don't you like? Okay, so no, no. First... So this is like, yeah, you did the homework, but come on, we know you probably did it like first period during your study, you know, while talking to your friends. You, you didn't really put any effort into this. So w- why Wendy's and Arby's? Make a case. Uh, so I. Honestly, this kind of goes back to last week. I wrote an article on, like, America's favorite fast food places, and Wendy's only showed up once yes. out of 50 states. Yep, I remember that. So I was thinking, Wendy's is actually, you know, probably my favorite all-around fast food burger joint. Quality, right? absolutely. Absolutely, no doubt. And uh, for some reason, I think I was thinking Arby's because I haven't had it in a while, and I remember when I did have it, I always liked it. It was just overpriced through the roof. Yeah. But what other fast food places have roast beef sandwiches that you can get? Well, in Massachusetts, we have, like, the independent... Yeah, we have the independent Knicks, one. Yeah, I'm talking about, like, Bill Nationwide. Bill and Bob's. Oh, Nationwide, there's nothing. I have to say, Arby's has the best advertising for the worst product. You don't like their food? I love their advertising, though. Like, whoever does their advertising is absolutely brilliant. They're, all their commercials, 
Awesome. My favorite advertising campaign, just because I think it's so outrageous and so ridiculous, is Carl's Jr. and Hardee's. Why do they we get just those have commercials? These, these models that are dressed in like next to nothing, eating these huge burgers. Like it's such. Oh, yeah, that it's so out. That. It's so ridiculous. Like of a concept. Yeah, like, they're not even. They're like, they're like. It's, it's like they're not trying. They're not it's trying. Just so no, funny. Not that's what makes it so funny to me. Oh yeah, they're not even trying to hide it. Um, that's why I think it's amusing too. Um, but I don't think it's good. <laughs> I mean, it's, is it going to sell burgers? Yeah. I don't know. Um, Maybe they're just being ironic with it. Oh, they're definitely, yeah. Oh, sure. They're being ironic showing, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think it, I think it might have some irony to it. But when do you see it's those? So when do you see yeah, those commercials? Exactly. When do you see those commercials? Football. Yeah, true. But so they're they're just targeting. It's just brand recognition. They targeting. should just open a couple of those places up around here and then see how they do with those commercials. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's up with places advertising in Massachusetts I don't get it, man. that are not in I love Carl's Jr. anywhere? And I, I love Carl's Jr. and I always see commercials for that. It's national ad buys that they can't break out. That's uh, why. Craziness. That's that's why that's why all the advertising is going to targeted through social media or whatever. That's why, like, even direct mail's making a comeback. Believe it or not. But anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, you get a C minus for that. <laughs> so now the third one. These are two places that I feel are overpriced and overrated. Oh, however, yeah, I don't like them. But however, they should merge because it they makes sense. Sh- they absolutely should merge because it's the same crowd. Yes, uh, we'll put it nicely. <laughs> the same crowd. Starbucks coffee and Panera bread. Look at my first sentence. I said I said the exact same thing. Can you freaking imagine don't, how... Don't, don't, I'm not going to... No, I'm good yeah. at censoring. Um, self-censoring. Can you freaking imagine how bleep certain demographics will go if Starbucks and Panera Bread merge? They they would never leave the place. As, oh, dude. You, you add Wi-Fi to that con, and you're going to have all those kids writing screenplays that'll never see the yeah. light of day on their Macs, happy as... I don't particularly like either of these places, but it makes sense that they should merge. By the way, it's not that I dislike them. I just think it's so grossly overpriced. Oh, yeah. Like, for what it is. I have to say, I've had Starbucks chai lattes. Excellent, but over ridiculously overpriced. Never had Starbucks. Never, well, you've never had coffee, right? right. No, you know, I, you're not the only person I know. Yeah, I mean, I like I like Panera. Their stuff tastes good. It's just it's, you pay like ten, twelve bucks for a meal, and you're, you leave hungry. You're paying for the scholarly atmosphere. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it is. And it is good quality, but it's just so like. There's a Panera in in the Woburn Mall. Okay, I grew up in Woburn. Seriously, I am no, I should not be paying nine dollars and fifty cents for a ham and cheese sandwich with you know one slice of ham, one slice of cheese on a big bulky roll. It's just God silly. forbid you get chips in a bottle of water. No, I, you can walk over to Mar- Demoulis Market Basket and get half a pound of each and uh and a full bag of bulky rolls. And be out of there under ten dollars, and be more than happy. You could also just walk to the Wendy's and Arby's merged restaurant around the corner. Just in Woburn? No, I said if uh, if this oh if this ever happened. Take place. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. But Starbucks and Panera, if you guys are listening, yeah, you guys they, should they, set aside your differences and. Yeah, they absolutely. I mean, it's the same. It's the same crowd. Um, they could save on overhead. They could. They could do a lot of good. So uh, I gotta say, uh, that doesn't, that's not even that hard of a merge to make no. happen. Panera already serves coffee. Then they just have to serve right, Starbucks switch over, coffee. Yeah. yeah so uh, A plus, C minus, and A plus on those uh, suggestions. All right, that's like a B. That's, 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 that's like a B or an A. No, that's high. That's high. The, the two A's 
pull everything up. I think that's B plus A minus. I know. I'll do the math. I'll do the math during the break, and we'll come back with a with a hard grade. So, five zero eight eight seven one seven. I still think it was a good uh, good article. Great, great, great thing to talk about. Just great, uh, you know. Oh, dude, we need places merging. Absolutely. Five zero eight eight seven one seven thousand is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. We'll be right back. Five zero eight eight seven one seven thousand is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. We always wait for Lionel Richie to yell before we come back. Love the song. Uh, I'm your host Vincent Ericetti. Lee from Masshole.eats in with us, and Cam behind the glass. Um, before we get to the wide world of food, uh, I think Lee and I unlocked another love connection for for fast food chains or chain restaurants. Uh, take it away, Vin. I think. Buffalo Wild Wings and Burger King. I like it. Now, Cam hasn't heard us talk about this, but hear me out, Cam. Are you talking for a merge? For a merger. Hear me out on this. You ready? Okay. All right. Here's what happens. Burger King has a ton of locations. So, their dining rooms are usually empty. I mean, there's always like a couple of people, but it's basically... Yeah, they're empty. I never it's, see a, it's, a packed burger right, king it's, anymore. It's empty, and it's a pretty big size space. So if you turn them all into mini Buffalo Wild Wings, and people start out with beer and Wild Wings, then they just go to beer, 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 watch the game, watch the game, beer. Then the game ends, Burger King. See, I think you want you want this to be McDonald's. <laughs> no, because uh, my thing about I mean, maybe this is just because of my favorite Buffalo Wild Wings experiences. My favorite Wild Wings experiences involve the most amount of people in there uh, as possible. So when uh, the Wild Wings in Fitchburg first opened, which is you know a town over from me, yep. I used to go there. That was 2011. That was the year that the Boston Bruins won the Stanley oh, Cup. Yes, and me and my friends. We we wanted to go somewhere to watch the game. That was the only place we could go to that had that type of atmosphere. So one of my favorite parts about Wild Wings is when there's a game on, everybody's watching the game. True. They score, and it's like being in the arena. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, People are fair. standing up, screaming, you know. Uh, it's awesome. That's my favorite part of Buffalo Wild Wings. So I think making it smaller would take away from that whole sports thing. By the way, I think Buffalo Wild Wings has the most on-point Slogan out of any restaurant ever. What's their slogan? What's the slogan? Wings, beer, sports. It is the most oh, accurate. Right. Yeah, fair. It is the mo- most well, accurate tagline for any restaurant. Wing bits, beer, sports. Yeah, you know their wings aren't the, the chicken itself isn't you know top grade. But, uh, they're they're. Uh, but their sauce is. I just do amazing. like the atmosphere. I don't like the wings there. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I really don't either. And I I think it's just because we're spoiled because we have. Um, we have a lot of places with coal fire pizza, coal fire wings, uh, Angela's in Saugus, um, uh, Anthony's coal fire pizza mm-hmm. in various other locations. A lot of places just do them as well. So we get spoiled with all the various different kinds. Uh, there's uh, Bonchon chicken. Oh, I love Bonchon. Cre- oh, my put, they God. They need to open up more of those, man. There's only two of them, and they need 
Like, seriously? They need a central mass location, man. They need as many locations as Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Because fair. if there was a Bonchon chicken everywhere... I would single-handedly keep it in business. I would, too. Was, yeah. I would go there every single... Every single day. Hmm. And it's you ever, quality. You ever had Bonchon, Cam? I have not. Oh, man. Oh, and their their radishes, like their pickled radishes that are... Their coleslaw not, is also pretty good, too. Yeah, not over the top, just like, oh, my God. It's so everything. Spicy everything. drumsticks and coleslaw, man. Everything Perfect they compliment. do. Every, yeah. I, I love the uh, the honey teriyaki. Oh, my God. That's, like, I seriously want to drive to Alston right now and get their them. Their chicken is fire, though. Like, it's hot. Oh, I don't I don't get the hot. I, get I the, love the hot. But it's just, it's perfectly cooked. Hmm. It's cooked twice. They literally paint it with a brush. Oh, that's nice. And then cook it again. Yeah, see, that's, oh. when I go to Wild Wings, I'm never looking for, like, the quality of the chicken. Their big thing for me is the flavors of the sauce. They got the parm garlic sauce, which yeah, is you could unbelievable. Just, you could just get fries and dip that in the sauce and be you done with it. You could do that, and I would be just as happy with that. Right, exactly. <laughs> which means awesome. So it shouldn't be called Buffalo Wild Wings. The sauces. Yeah, it should be called sauce. Well, they can't call sauces. Awesome. Awesome. Buffalo sauce. And you got to get the Chipotle barbecue dry rub. Those are the two. I like the, uh, what's it, spicy Thai one or Thai spicy? Yeah, that's a good one, too. It's also unbearably hot, but I go for it anyway. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, my God, that place is awesome. Definitely, if you're in Alston, go to Bon Chon Chicken. <laughs> or I think the other one's in, is it Lowell? The or other one's Lawrence? in Lowell. Yeah, Lowell. Lowell. Oh, my God. So, so crazy, crazy good. What were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know, man, but let's just go to Bon Chon. I know. We'll call let's, it in right now. Let's go to Bon Chon. Um, so, yeah, no, I will um, I will go to, uh, I don't know. Oh, you also said you need to do field research at Hooters. Yeah, no, I'll definitely go there. I, I I'll go. Um, sure, field research. Yeah, call me and Cam. We'll be there too. Do you guys see my glasses? I'm freaking blind. <laughs> like I could stare at a naked woman and not realize she's naked. That's how freaking blind. I mean, not not literal. But, but she'll have like her arm around your shoulder talking to no, you. She, no, yeah, no, she will at Hooters. They will. I, I'm I'm a germaphobe. They're ruthless there. They're yeah. ruthless. I know, but I'm a germaphobe. Oh, see now you're you're making me not. Want, I don't like that. No, it's 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 not. I get creeped out by it's that. Not sleazy or anything like that. It's just it's, it's a no, nice girl. No, you know, talking to you. Yeah, yeah, who works in the food industry, and you know how many foodborne illnesses there are, and how easy. See, well, I, like zero. I, no, I got to tell you, like knowing science and bacteria and stuff like that, it, you just. You generally tend you're, to... You're too smart for your own good. I this, hate... Yeah, point. I know. Like, although I, I don't carry around Purell as much as I, like, you would think I would. You were one of those guys? I would. Uh, when when I go on vacation, like, specifically Disney World, Las Vegas, or whatever, I carry Purell constantly. When you go to the grocery store, do you use the Purell dispenser? No. Um, no. Because usually I'm just in and out, and I know that in a grocery store, because I worked in one... People don't touch things because things just get taken. So it's usually someone stocks it. I also feel like it. if I touch something, I need to take it just out of yeah. respect. Oh, shoot. So uh, let's do this. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll do the wide world of food. 508-871-7000 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. We'll be right back after this.
508 is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. And um, I think it is time. Actually, want to give a shout out to Wings Over Worcester. Cam mentioned uh, that they're a great place, and they truly are. Get their bourbon. Um, yours, because you're here. So tomorrow night it'll be Russ's, because he'll be here. <laughs> when I have so many producers that they have their own select bumper music for various, um, you know, various uh, segments that we do. So, love it, hey Cam. ladies. This is Cam Galleon, aka Prince Eric, and this is the wide world of food. <laughs> Cracks me up every time. Good call on that. Well, if you're here, it's yours. If oh, no, it, I meant on, on having me do that. Oh, okay. yeah. That's hilarious. I think we broke uh, we broke everyone. Anytime the first time they hear it, they, <laughs> they just go, they just can't handle it. Um, starting off, Lee, you were shocked by this. Shocked, I tell you. There's a food scandal going uh, going on, a food scandal afoot. This, Mc- this is offensive. Yes, there is a McDonald's lawsuit claiming that value meals aren't really a value. This is true. Um, as it's always stood, McDonald's is meant for to be fast and inexpensive, but if things like their extra value meal are actually costing you more money than they should, then that's a problem. James Gurdy is suing McDonald's, claiming the extra value meal at his local Chicago's McDonald's cost 41 cents more than if he would buy each item individually. Huge margin. The lawsuit claims that a la carte two burgers cost two fifty, fries cost one ninety nine, and the drink is usually a dollar for a grand total of five dollars and forty nine cents. Cool, except for all those items cost five dollars and ninety cents when packaged in the value meal. Someone's not doing their math you, right. You think this was intentional? Wait, wait, wait. Someone's not doing their math right because that is thirty one cents, not forty one cents. No, that's. 41 cents. No. 49 plus 31 is 90. So 49 cents plus 31. Oh, that's 80. Four, five, oh, shoot. Nine. Okay. Now you got me down. 41. Darn it. You might think 41 cents is not a big deal, but if true, the extra value meal at this McDonald's was still ripping off customers. So, of course, um, there's a few other ones Business Insider um, looked into. Meals for five ninety nine that would have been a thirteen cent difference. Now what I am looking for in this article is not here. How much is the lawsuit? And it's, it's not for, here. Uh, you think it's for increments of forty one cents? Uh no. <laughs> I think it's uh I think it is in the millions. I think You it, think so? I think it would have to be in the millions. Um well, because you're not gonna file a lawsuit for forty one cents. Yeah, no, that I would be considered with that, but uh, millions, dude. That's a Well, I mean, if you figure how many customers they handle fair, and multiply fair. that by forty one cents in a yeah, year, adds it adds up pretty quickly. Um my only problem, <laughs> not to get political, but uh Chicago might have more problems than this. You gotta, you gotta might take be, away. You gotta sweep those under the rug, though, and get this on the front page. Might be, it might be some violence, uh, inner city violence problems that might, I don't know, maybe um, uh, outweigh a forty-one cent difference. But um, 
I still don't think people should get screwed, and I'm glad someone did the math on this. You think this would be, could be like class action, like I just sign on to this thing? Uh, have you been to a McDonald's in Chicago recently? If I say yes. Do you have a receipt and or um, – oh, so we'll see now with the uh, debit cards, everyone can prove. Mm, what if I paid cash and they didn't give me a receipt? Mm, no, because I think that happened. Can't prove. I it. gained a reward from a class action lawsuit once. You what? did? Yep, I got a free four pack of Red Bull because there was this whole thing online. Once I saw it, and I wasn't <laughs> sure if it was real or not, and then I found out that it was. Uh, it was a class action lawsuit against Red Bull for uh, mislabeling their containers. I think it had something to do with the whole "gives you wings" thing. <laughs> really? And it's wait a minute. I swear. So you thought? Yeah. But if you drank Red Bull. That you would actually grow wings. I don't know what it was, but uh, I saw it. It was like, if you've purchased Red Bull within this, you're entitled <laughs> to a free four-pack. So I filled it out, filled out the whole thing, and I was like, all right. And like I saw it like getting posted around social media for like a week. And I was like, all right, most people probably aren't going to fill it out. You know, we'll see. Like a year later, I come home from college, and my parents <laughs> are like, you got this weird package. It's kind of heavy, and it sounds like there's something in it. I'm like, what could this be? I open it up, and it is a four-pack of Red Bull mailed <laughs> to my house. Wow. Wow. Yep. Well, um... It did not give me wings. It did oh, not. Yeah. But what did you expect it to? I, the, the can said, I think give me wings. I think our big... Uh, well... <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings says, wings beer sports... And that's the only three reasons I go there. So what if you went in and there was no sports on? That's a very good question. I think there are there always sports. There's on? always sports on. They got Cla- the most ridiculous. You could go on there at like you can go in there at like four in the morning and there'd be like the Australian Cricket. Ultimate Frisbee Championships on TV or something. ESPN eight, the Ocho. The Ocho oh, would be on. I would watch the Ocho if that was real. If by the, the way. I would too. They it, should do that. It's yeah. it's so funny. Like just have all these ridiculous curling. Yeah, because you know. Well, I mean, the other thing is, you you know what the most popular sport in the world is? Soccer. Nope. You almost said it, I think. Cricket. Cricket. I can see that. There's like a few billion people. Dude, that play exactly. Yeah, there's thinking, a billion people. A billion people in India, plus all of um, all of uh, Southeast Asia and uh, various other areas. It's it's uh, easily like it's not even close. But they play soccer in India too. So like yeah, but I'm it's not. Pretty sure soccer's the number one. No, it's it's cricket. I'm telling you. Huh? I'm telling you. Well, you also thought five. You also thought it was a thirty-one cent difference. No, no, so no. I got no. I got I got called out on <laughs> on this on a trivia question last oh, year. Oh wow! When I was at when I was at the other station, what's almost now two years ago, my producer was a huge soccer fan. And he begrudgingly said, yeah, it's actually only the second most popular sport. Wow. Um, Because I guess there's more – I think what he said is there's more content. There's more cricket content. There's more uh, leagues. There's more professional leagues. It's on more television sets. It's on more radio broadcasts, et cetera. Um, That's wild, man. Yeah. He said said overall there's more people playing it. It's more popular. That's what he said. I got a trivia question for you then. What is the most popular Olympic sport? Olympic sport? Olympic sport. The most popular in either Olympics. Summer or winter. Yes. Most popular. What is the most popular? I'm going to guess that it is hockey. It is hockey. I think most of that has to do with nothing else being interesting in the Winter Olympics, but 
hockey is the well, most. it's so fast paced and oh, it's awesome. It's the best yeah. sport in the world. Plus, you got the uh, 1980 Miracle Team right. history can, thing going on. Uh, since since you love hockey and we're going down this road, can you name the? I think it is only five countries now who have won gold in hockey. Uh, I would guess Russia, United States, Canada. Um, as for the other ones, I know Finland has won gold, and if I had to guess another one, I'd say Sweden. Nope. The final one? Czech Republic. No, nope. England. England has yes. won a gold medal. I think it was 1960. That was another trivia question I got wrong that someone uh, shoved down my throat. Wow. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I think I, it was 1960 they won gold. I actually I played on the 1980 Miracle on Ice rink. Oh, on the rink, you mean? Yeah, I played. I played. Uh, I went to a tournament in Lake Placid. Lake Placid, yeah, Lake Placid. Yep. Nice, nice job. We lost both games we played on that ice. Oh, it happens. wasn't a miracle for you. No, so it was not. Keeping with the uh, Cam-themed content, I specifically pulled this story for you, Cam. Oh, wonderful. You're, are you ready for this? I'm so ready. Seven ridiculous beers oh, that you can actually buy. Yes. However, the reason I pulled it is there are two specific ones, pastrami and peanut butter. <laughs> Ugh. Cam's got a disgusted look on his face. Cam right hates now. peanut butter. Does he really? Uh, How the do you most think peanut butter? disgusting food item in existence is mustard. Yeah, not no, peanut, butter. peanut butter. No, I like mustard. Peanut like butter mustard. is worse. I don't like mustard. I, I like mild yellow. I don't like spicy. But that's yeah. just me. So let's, I don't like mustard either. For the, for the record, <laughs> let's start with peanut butter. There's a beer called Peanut Butter Rain Cloud. It is made by Foolproof Brewing Company. Peanut butter can be a bit sweet, so it lends its flavor well to the porter beer. The salty, rich notes of the peanuts play perfectly in the milder porter beer, making this one of the more familiar and enjoyable of the beers on the list. But not for Cam. Nope. <laughs> Peanut butter, man. Ugh. Like, you grow up on it. Yeah. I grew up hating it. Still hate it to this day. Next is uh, Pastrami Pilsner from Schmaltz Brewing. Popular Mechanics uh, got an in-depth look at this beverage, pairing. Uh, I, I have no clue how they take the pastrami and work it in because it doesn't say here. But they say, while we'd miss the juiciness of the real meat, this sounds better as a tasty beer. <laughs> I would try that in a heartbeat. Seriously? Yes, 1,000%. So would you try this one? The Sriracha Stout from Rogue Ales. No, not not at all. A sriracha Stout? Yeah. Do you Again. like Sriracha by its, like, regularly? No, okay. I don't like so Sriracha regularly. But let a stout? Yeah. Ugh, I don't know. So the, the other thing is they also make a Sriracha Vodka. What? Yeah. Huh. Like, I could understand but that. that makes more sense. Well, for, for me, that makes sense. a Sriracha yeah. Vodka for a Bloody Mary... Sounds yeah, you like, can use that. Okay, that so. makes sense. Am I just imagining things, or do people put Tabasco sauce in vodka and drink shots of that, or am I... Just, yeah, no, they do. Yeah, they that's... Do. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, so sriracha, sriracha vodka sounds kind of yeah, normal, but sriracha stout's like... Actually, you know what's good in vodka? I don't know if you've ever... Have you ever heard of or saw this? Um, you take an oyster, you squeeze a bunch of lemon on it, and then you drop it into a shot glass with vodka. You leave it for, like, you know, a minute, and then shoot it. And it's so crazy you said, good. You said sriracha? And sh- no, no, no. Uh, lemon. Well, you can oh, do lemon. it with sriracha, but I would do it with lemon. And then you drop the oyster into the vodka, and then you leave it for a minute, and then you shoot it. It is so good. No? You ever, you ever do that, Cam? I have not. It, it's it's amazing. It's kind of like a, um, you know, 
ceviche where the acid cooks the and get Julio's to set that up, man. I'll do it. Yeah, they had, um, you know, uh, Ming Tsai from uh, Blue Ginger? Most No, one of the most nope. popular chefs, well-known chefs. Blue Ginger and Wellesley, one of the best restaurants, highly Never excluded. even heard of Blue Ginger, so. Wellesley? No, Wellesley don't know Blue Ginger. Ming Tsai's been on TV for over 20 years. I get he's. I get this person is very famous. and yeah, uh, He I, also has Blue Dragon in Boston. I've heard that this Ming Tsai guy might be somewhat well-known. <laughs> He was at Julio's Liquor signing his books, also with a vodka doing shooters. Was he doing shooters with people? No, no, oh, no, okay. no. He was signing books, but like he that would have been yeah, cool so if he was. Cool. Oh yeah, no, he's he's. <laughs> believe me, he's actually like I've I've met him now like probably a dozen times. He's very very nice guy, very laid back. You'd never know. Also, oh, not like those TV chef personalities. No, no, not at all. But which is weird because like you would just assume, but no, nice guy. Um. Right Brain Brewing has come out with Mangalista Pink Porter. It's a gold medal winner, um, and it doesn't say what it's uh, what it's mixed in. Oh my God! Brewed with real pig parts, including a smoked pig's head. Huh. Okay, no, I'm not drinking this. Well, you don't win this gold. Is, I would try. I you will don't try win gold medals or for that. Yeah, this I'll, is definitely <laughs> this is definitely not a beer for vegans. Pork and beer and other amazing combinations. Um, uh, like the head's not in the bottle, then. Like you no, can... but it was made in the cooking or brewing of the beer, and then they just strained out the head. Which, by the way, probably not that difficult to pull out the head. It's kind of a Pig's head's a big thing. Sure, I love the flavor. idea of like eating crazy foods. I there's just no mm. places around me that really serve it, but that's I love I love stuff like that. I'll eat anything except for peanut, peanut butter. butter yeah. <laughs> except for peanut butter, that stuff's disgusting. Uh, also making this list, which uh, I liked giving a shout out to someplace local, Fire in the Ham ja- from Jack's Abbey. This is obviously a play on the words Framingham, Fire in the Ham. Uh, unlike the Porky beer, this one is vegan friendly. Despite the meaty name, using a smoked malt base, Jack's Abbey is able to bring a ton of smoky flavors, including those of bacon and smoked ham, even though there's none of it in there, to give a familiar smoky taste to an otherwise mild beer. The porky smoke definitely is in, is the star in this brew. Um, I love the fact that Jack's Abbey is only in Framingham, so people can actually try this beer. Yeah, I would try it. One of my roommates swears by uh, Jack's Abbey. He's a big... Um Haponius Union fan. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to have to have him look into that for me. That sounds delicious. Uh, next up, Foolproof Brewing Company has a beer called, and you don't need to worry about the dump button. Is this the same, is this the same peanut butter no. brewing company? The, uh, yes, same Foolproof? company. Yes. Different beer. Different beer called Shuck-A-Lot. So it looks like Chocolat, but it's Shuck-A-Lot. The award for weirdest beer on this list definitely goes to this one. Foolproof teamed up with two different food producers in the Rhode Island area to infuse chocolate and oysters into their stout beer. <sighs> chocolate stout is nothing new, but this, but the brininess of the oysters <laughs> gives a familiarity to the popular combo of sea salt and chocolate. Chocolate and oysters are both aphrodisiacs, so the brewery recommends enjoying this with that special <laughs> someone. Uh, nothing Nothing will turn your lady on more than your breath after drinking that beer. <laughs> oh, my God, right? Well, I, I like how they're like, oh, well, salty and sweet goes together, so why not a... Oh, my God. 
It's you know, about fish and chocolate. Well, do you know that oysters was actually the first or one of the most popular flavors of ice cream when it what? first started in America? Yeah. Um, one of the first ladies, I think it was Dolly Madison, um, served oyster ice cream or oyster French custard is what they called it all the time at the White House. Wow. Now, did people like it because it was Dolly Madison? Um, no, they, it was it was apparently a big deal. I think on um, there's a place on Martha's Vineyard that every year they do a lobster ice cream, but oh. lobster almost has that buttery taste to it, so you could understand it yeah, possibly working. But oysters just seemed a little bit too salty. I and definitely want in on that lobster ice cream. Yeah, really, that sounds awesome. Oh. I mean, if people end up making it well, I'm sure it tastes great. Salty ice creams are really good. Oh yeah, like chocolate. Uh, what is it? Salted caramel like ice cream? Like pistachio and stuff yeah. like oh, that. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. great. Yeah. So I bet lobster, a little bit of that salty so, and the butteriness. Oh. So you like pistachio but not peanut butter? Yes. Okay, good to know. I like most nuts. Just is not. it the consistency? I, or actually is it just like, I actually like peanuts, too. That's the funny thing. Uh, I hate peanut butter so much. I think it might be the, the consistency and how yeah. oily it is. But uh, I uh, took a plane to Tampa Bay to visit my aunt, had a package of peanuts for the first time in my life on that uh, flight down, and I liked it. So on the flight back, I asked for an extra bag, and they brought me eight bags. So I ate all eight of them and broke out in hives all over my entire body uh, at, you know, oh geez, halfway through a three-hour plane ride. Uh, so that's when I found out I think I'm allergic to peanuts. Uh, but regardless, uh, I didn't know about it because I hated peanut butter so much that I never ate it. Well, you, well, you just got to keep eating it until you develop an immunity. Oh, gross. Yeah, grow up. Come on. Man up. Uh, the final beer on this list is called Spear Beer from Right Brain Brewing as well. Ugh. This is asparagus-infused yes, beer. Yes, I love asparagus. No, no. I would eat, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they grill it and then infuse it, and uh, they call it Spear Beer, and they say it's sweet, nutty, and earthy. Where is this brewery? Uh, right Brain Brewery. I thought I just had. Didn't I just have this? Uh, let me Google it. Um, It'd be pretty cool if there was a stick of asparagus in each thing. Uh, it doesn't say where, but we, we can Google it during the break. So uh, those are the crazy beers, and I pulled that story just for you, Cam. So uh, it's in Michigan. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure they ship. We'll we'll uh, we'll talk to our good friends at Julio's Liquors and see if they can get some. That oh, amazing. that'd be cool. Keep they should the do. For that. In fact, that's what they should do: a crazy beer tasting. I think they would. Uh, I think that would pack the place. So hey, keep us posted. I'll yeah, do, we'll do that. Let's take a quick break and uh, and then come back for the final segment of the night. Five zero eight eight seven one seven thousand is the number to join us here on Taste of Massachusetts. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Taste of Massachusetts. Final segment of the night. Very very fast show. Yeah, um, man, it goes by fast whenever I'm here. Yeah, thank you, uh, thank you for coming in. Um, I want to get to. I don't know. At least one more, actually, maybe two more, um, two more stories before we get uh, get to jump out. Um, this salon is using Nutella to oh. dye hair. Now, I'm going to save this one for when I have um, the ladies on who actually dye their hair. So, yeah, I don't um, think me and Cam are the uh, no, best. you and Cam are not the target audience <laughs> for that. Um, next up, and this probably will take us to the end of the show. People pay this man. Four thousand dollars to slice their ham. I hate it already. Yeah. <laughs> Why, you're not a big ham fan? I love ham. Four thousand dollars to slice it though? Yeah. Uh so if you've gone to your local grocery store deli lately and felt like the six ninety nine for a pound of ham was outrageous, 
you'd flip in hearing that some people pay this Spanish man $4,000 for his ham-slicing talents. A leg of Iberian ham in Spain, which I've had and is awesome, is already special in its own right, going for about $500. Now, again, when they say a leg of ham, it probably is like 50, 60 pounds. Oh, like it's okay. a whole so it's leg. a ton of ham. Well, not a ton, well, not, yeah. but, you know, it's, it's heavy. Um, when Florentino... Scan rich, rich, wow. Usually I'm good with these Spanish names, but uh, Florin, Florencio San, wow, any help on this one? Florencio Sanchidrian? 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 Chidrian. FS? FS, yes. FS uh, gets his hands on the ham, the value skyrockets. Uh, he stated, I, <laughs> I now got a slice that will taste nothing like a normal cut. And will, in fact, remind me that God exists. What's he put on it? Crack. Yeah, I, wa- I wanted to say that. I don't know if we could. Cam wants to, what? You, you, I thought no, you the, wanted to oh, ch- no. chime in. Well, on the surface, it sounds like narcissistic nonsense. He can't be too far off if he's sliced for the likes of Barack Obama, Robert De Niro, David Beckham, and even catered to stars at the Oscars. Oh, okay, so rich people who don't know the meaning of a dollar. Right. Just throwing them money to... That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Uh, In an interview with Munchies, (laughs) which kind of, you know, defeats the purpose of raising his profile here, he gave a bit of insight to what his slicing secrets entail. (laughs) I continue to learn more and improve my skills until I... Dedicated to devote myself. Decided. I decided to devote myself, my body, and my soul to his to this beautiful passion. All right, he is what I like to call FOS. I don't like this guy. Full, I don't know what FOS. Full oh, okay. of full of something. But uh, yeah, four thousand dollars to slice ham. Uh, you know, you, me, and Cam. Let's get a thing of ham. We'll start slicing. And we'll charge like a fifty bucks for it. Yeah, absolutely. So. Thank you, uh, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Lee from Massel.eats for coming in. Happy to be here. Thank you, Cam. Great job tonight behind the board. Thank you. Thank you everyone for listening to us. We'll be back tomorrow night with our special champagne episode. All the best champagnes and wines for your New Year's Eve, as well as what wines to pair best with Chinese food. <laughs> coming up tomorrow night on Taste of Massachusetts starting at 7 p.m. Thank you, everyone, for listening to AMA 30 WCRN. Stay tuned next for Michael Savage and the Savage Nation, or as I like to say, the ultimate culture shock.